Welcome back to another episode of Authentically Happy. I'm your host, Michelle Savoie, certified life coach with a master's degree in applied positive psychology. Many people struggle with meditation or even the idea of meditation. Maybe you've even said it yourself. I don't have the time or I don't have the patience to sit that long. Maybe you don't really know what the benefits are of it. Or maybe you know what the benefits are, you just feel like it's not for you. So today, I want to dive into meditation, the types of meditation, and how meditation can benefit you and help you to become more authentically happy. Meditation contributes to your overall well-being by promoting physical health, mental clarity, emotional stability, and spiritual growth. By incorporating meditation into your daily life, you can experience greater happiness, resilience, and more fulfillment in life. So let's start with the biggest reason people give for not practicing meditation. I don't have time. It's often believed that in order to meditate correctly, you have to sit for long periods of time. And this simply isn't true. And it really shouldn't be attempted, especially if you're just starting out with meditation. Even a 60-second meditation can help you to center yourself and completely change the direction of your day. If you're new to meditation, you should be starting with one to five minutes per day and slowly building that over time until you get to 15 to 20 minutes or even more if you're comfortable. The thing with meditation is you should think of it as getting to know yourself as you would get to know a stranger. So if you were trying to get to know a stranger, and you only gave yourself five minutes per day with this person, that would take a really long time for you to get to a place where you know this person deeply. Over the course of a year, five minutes per day only comes out to about 30 hours. So you can imagine over the course of a year, if you only spent five minutes per day with someone, you wouldn't really know them that well after a year. So if you're looking to get to know them faster and on a deeper level, you would often end up spending more time with them. Maybe you met with them twice per day for five minutes each, or maybe you spent 15 minutes once per day with them. And that would significantly increase how much you were able to get to know them. And this is the same with meditation, because in meditation, you're getting to know yourself and if you only give yourself five minutes per day to get to know yourself, it'll take a lot longer to get to that deeper level. But at the same time, if you don't have a lot of time, spending just five minutes per day will get you further after one year than if you just didn't do it at all. And also, the more you practice meditation, the more effective you get at it. So then those one to five minute meditations become more powerful. And let's talk about the second most common excuse people give for not practicing meditation. I don't have the patience to sit that long. Meditation, especially when you first start out, can be very uncomfortable. We're not used to coming to a complete stop. No matter what is happening in life, we are always rushing around. From work to school, running errands, meeting friends making dinner, cleaning the house. And then when we do have some free time, we're still filling our minds with more information. Watching TV, scrolling on social media, playing video games. We fill our lives with information and chaos. 
And we often don't give ourselves time to actually take a break from all of that incoming stimuli. So stopping to meditate can feel like you're completely going against what you're supposed to be doing. If you think about driving on the highway, you're going at a fast speed and all of a sudden someone cuts you off or an animal runs in the road and you have to slam on the brakes. And as you slam on the brakes, your body leans forward. Because you are moving at such a fast rate, even though you hit the brakes, the momentum from moving at a constant high rate makes your body want to keep moving. And it feels weird and uncomfortable and maybe even a little bit scary in that moment. And this is what happens with our minds when we try to meditate. Our minds are so busy all day, every day. You may even notice this when you go to bed at night. You feel so tired and you're just ready to go to sleep. But the second you lay down and try to relax, all of a sudden your mind is racing and you're remembering all of these things that you have to do tomorrow and little moments from the day keep popping up in your mind. This is because our minds store information to be processed at a later time if it can't process it in the moment. So when you're keeping yourself busy, 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 going all the time, you're still getting information coming into your mind all day long and your mind just doesn't let it come in and go out and let it get lost forever. It stores it away if it thinks it's important so that later when you do have time to relax, then your brain will process it. And what happens when we keep ourselves busy all the time is that information starts to get backlogged because you don't have the time to process all that information. And as you're storing some away, even more is coming in. So when you do go to relax, you have a huge backlog of information that needs to be processed. And we often then just try to force ourselves to sleep and it, that backlog stays in our mind. And the next day we wake up and we're busy again, and we have more unprocessed information that just adds to that backlog and that chaos, and it fogs our minds. And so when we sit down to meditate, all of that information comes rushing in, and it can feel very overwhelming. It can feel uncomfortable, especially if a lot of the information that you are ignoring or avoiding is negative information whether it's negative emotions that you don't want to be feeling and so you've pushed those to the side. Maybe it's difficult events that you went through that you didn't want to think about, so you pushed those to the side. And when you sit to meditate, all of those things come forward. If you give yourself time to meditate each day, it gives you the space to process and clear your mind of all of that clutter. Then you'll notice as you go through the day, it's easier to keep track of things and easier to make decisions because your mind is more clear and you have the capacity to think more clearly. However, there is another side to this. Meditation can be very uncomfortable because, as I mentioned before, it's like you're getting to know yourself. And in order to do so, you have to face all parts of yourself and accept all that you are. This means that you have to acknowledge the good and the bad and accept all parts of yourself. This can be extremely uncomfortable because most of us want to ignore the ugly parts of ourselves. We want to ignore the negative feelings. We don't want to allow the thoughts of the horrible things we've been through or poor choices that we've made come to the surface of our mind. So we keep ourselves busy and we avoid all of it, thinking that if we just don't 
focus on it, we don't put attention on it, that it'll eventually just go away. But we have it wrong. This busyness is keeping us distracted and in chaos. And those ugly parts are not going away, they're just festering underneath the surface and coming out in ways that we don't even realize. We need to take time each day to cleanse our minds so we can think clearly. Meditation asks you to face these parts of yourself and your mind head on, to acknowledge their existence, to sit with them, to learn from them, and to eventually let them go. We often think that if we don't put attention or energy on these things, that they'll just go away. However, they don't. Meditating, acknowledging, and accepting even the worst parts of ourselves is the best way to ensure that we have control over ourselves, our behavior, and our communication with others. And by doing so, we can live a life more aligned with our true values. So yes, meditation can be very uncomfortable and hard and cause really strong emotions to emerge. However, it is a way to have the weight lifted from your shoulders. It is a way to release these things that have been living inside of you affecting your subconscious and wreaking havoc on your life. Meditation will open the doors to self-awareness, self-management, and self-acceptance. You have to push past the uncomfortable part to meet who you really are. And once you do, you'll be able to live more authentically happy because you will be better equipped to manage and reduce stress, improve your emotion regulation, improve your focus and attention, increase your mindfulness, Reduce anxiety and depression. You'll experience better quality sleep. You'll improve your relationship with others. And just overall increase your well-being. So let's talk about the types of meditation because oftentimes people think of meditation as one thing. You have to sit quietly, completely clear your mind, and sit in silence. And that's not often true. There are many different types of meditations. So first, let's talk about the type that I talked about in last week's episode, choiceless awareness meditation. This is one of my favorites. This is when you sit quietly and you don't focus on anything specific. You just observe everything coming and going, allowing your thoughts to come and go, not judging them, not forcing anything, just resting in awareness, allowing a thought to flow into your mind, acknowledging it, and allowing it to pass when it's ready. It is really important to stress that when you're doing this, you're not judging your thoughts. You're not trying to determine if they're good or bad. You're simply just acknowledging any thought that comes, allowing it to be what it is, and allowing it to go when it's ready. The goal of this type of meditation is to allow your mind to process all the backed up information that it's holding on to, allowing it to clear the clutter of your mind. Next, we have mindfulness meditation. This involves paying attention to the present moment, again, without judgment. Mindfulness meditation often focuses on your breath, bodily sensations, or the surrounding environment. It is the practice of just being in the present moment, not worrying about the past or the future, just focusing on what is right here and right now. 
The goal of this type of meditation is to cultivate a non-reactive awareness and promoting a sense of calm and presence. Next, we have what most people think of when they think of meditation, which is transcendental meditation. This involves silently repeating a mantra in order to facilitate a state of restful awareness. So this would be repeating a noise or a short phrase. You may have seen the typical transcendental meditation using OM as a repetitive mantra. The goal with this meditation is to promote a deep relaxation, reduce stress, and enhance overall well-being. Another type of meditation is the body scan. This involves directing your attention to different parts of your body, often starting with your toes and making your way up to your head. Moving through the body part by part, giving attention to each body part and any bodily sensations associated with that body part. The goal of the body scan is to increase awareness and connection with the body, bodily sensations, reduce tension, and promote relaxation. Another type of meditation is the loving-kindness meditation, also referred to as metta. This meditation centers on cultivating feelings of love and compassion for yourself and for others in your life. This meditation can be used to increase feelings of love and compassion for yourself if you are struggling with self-compassion, self-acceptance, and self-love. It can also be used to increase positive feelings towards others in your life, whether it's someone that you already have a positive relationship with, or maybe someone that you are struggling with. Maybe you're having a hard time with your boss or a coworker or a sibling. This meditation helps you to practice feeling positive emotions like love and kindness towards these other people. Especially if you are struggling with this other person, doing a loving kindness meditation can help you approach your next interaction with that person in a more calm, loving, and kind way which can help your relationship with that person to go in a more positive direction and help you to communicate more effectively with them. The overall goal of this meditation is to increase positive emotions that you feel towards yourself and towards others. Next, we have guided meditations. This involves listening to verbal instructions or imagery provided by a guide or recorded audio. The goal of this meditation is to increase relaxation, visualization, or specific goal-oriented outcomes, such as stress reduction or personal growth. Another type of meditation is movement-based meditation. This could be Tai Chi, Qigong, Yoga, any practice that involves intentional mindful movements that are coordinated with the breath. The goal with movement-based meditation is to promote physical and mental well-being through the integration of breath, movement, and awareness. There are also multiple types of spiritual meditations, for example, chakra meditation, which involves visualizing and balancing the energy centers, also known as chakras. The goal of this meditation is to promote spiritual and emotional balance by aligning the flow of energy. 
There are many more types of meditations. I won't go into all of them, but I wanted to list a bunch of them to show you that meditation is not just one type of practice. It can be practiced in many different ways, depending on what your goal is and what your preferences are. There is a type of meditation for everyone. You just have to find what works best for you and tailor the time frame into what fits best for your schedule. Start small and work on building up the time you spend on meditation little by little over time. Years ago, I was a pre-kindergarten teacher, so I was teaching four-year-olds. And when I first got the position, I asked my boss if it would be okay if I brought some practices into the classroom, such as meditation. And she thought that was a great idea. However, she warned me, don't expect them to sit for too long. They're four years old. They're not going to make it past five minutes if they even make it to five minutes. And I said, okay, no worries. I just want to try and see what happens. So I started each day just before lunchtime, little by little. We started with about three to five minutes each day doing a guided meditation. Sometimes we did a mantra meditation. Sometimes we did an imagery meditation. But every day for three to five minutes, my class of 24-year-olds would all sit down, close their eyes, and try to meditate. Week after week, throughout the course of the school year, I slowly started increasing the time we spent meditating. And at the beginning, they were all squirming around, giggling. They thought it was kind of funny. They didn't know what we were doing. And after the first couple weeks, they started to kind of calm down. They got used to the pattern of all coming and sitting together and closing their eyes relaxing their bodies and over time I was able to extend the time we spent meditating to seven minutes and then 10 minutes and before you knew it we were doing 15 or 20 minute meditations and by the end of the school year it was pretty normal for us to do a 30 minute meditation every day and those 30 minutes the kids would come down the first minute or two Maybe even the first five minutes, they were kind of squirming and still, you know, peeking, trying to look at their friends. But after the five to seven minute mark, everybody would have been settled in. And so we would get a good, solid 20 to 25 minutes of everybody meditating at the same time. And I say this to say, you are capable of meditating if you want. If a classroom of 24-year-olds can meditate for 30 minutes every day, you can do it too. But don't expect yourself to sit down and do it right away out of nowhere. Start small like we did. Start with three to five minutes. And each week, increase by a couple minutes. And over time, you will see that it gets easier and easier and easier. And also, if you're wondering about the benefits of meditating with four-year-olds, we could see the difference. If there was a day where we didn't have time and we missed the meditation, you could see a difference in the children's behavior in the afternoon. They were more rambunctious. They were more easily irritable. We had a lot more 
crying and fights between children in the afternoons if they hadn't done their meditation. But on the days where we did get the meditations in, they were all very calm. They were all able to communicate more effectively with each other. They all got along better. They all slept better during their nap time. So the benefits of meditation can be seen in all age groups. And all age groups and all people are more than capable of meditating. If you take the time and give yourself patience, it'll be hard and uncomfortable at first. But if you stick it out, be kind to yourself in the process. Be self-compassionate. Be gentle with yourself. Over time, you will surely notice it gets easier and you will notice the effects of the meditation on your daily life. My challenge for you this week is to pick one of the meditations and try practicing it for five minutes each day. You can do it first thing in the morning when you wake up, on your lunch break, or right before you go to sleep. Find a time where you can block out an easy five minutes. Set the timer on your phone and allow yourself to sit in meditation uninterrupted for five minutes. I would love to hear how that goes for you and what you find. So leave a comment, or you can also send a comment on authenticallyhappy.com. I hope you have a great week. Until next time, take care. Mm-hmm.